0: You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. Morrow County, Ohio. It's my fault.
1: I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Well, hello, Mike us. Yo, Joe, good to see you again. How are you, sir? I'm good. What is this, 85, 86?
0: No, this is 83.
1: 83. Okay, I know we're getting up there.
0: Yep, this is, oh, 83. Episode 83 of Morology, folks. Well, I said that, but now I'm going to go in and check just to make sure. But I'm pretty <laughs>
1: sure this is. You're listening to History in the Making.
0: Yeah, this is number 83. 83. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so, Mr. Mike,
1: anything happened big over the last week? No, but I neglected to mention something last week that I should have mentioned. Oh, I shame think you on were you. leading me to do it, but I didn't do it. <laughs> The Morrow County Historical Society calendars are out. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have a list in front of me of where all they're available. Um, I know they're available at the Capitol Theater. They're available at the uh, Cardington uh, Library. They're available at Sames & Cook. They're also available at the uh, Genealogy Society uh, here in Mount Gilead. Uh, there are some other places, if you want to go online and look um, on Facebook for the Morrow County Historical Society, you can find that complete list there. I should have done that myself. But uh, <laughs> the calendar is $10 piece. They, um We had some wonderful, wonderful sponsors. The printing was completely paid for by the sponsors. So every $10 you pay goes directly to the Morrow County Historical Society. And I completely that neglected is, that last week.
0: That is awesome. Uh, yeah, the fact that – I mean, the fact that you got all the printing paid for, because that, that's a huge cost up front, and then to try and recoup that, you know, it, sometimes it can be hard, but the fact that it's all paid for up front. So thank you to all the sponsors for that. And I believe we did yeah. read the sponsors a couple weeks uh, – two weeks ago maybe, three weeks I think weeks we ago. might have
1: a couple weeks ago. And Hartman uh, Printing has printed these for the last 20-some years. For us and they do a super job they're very patient with us so thank you to karen and uh, the staff at uh, hartman printing as well
0: yeah and mike hey coming up at uh, williamsport united methodist church is a cookie walk this saturday mike
1: i've if, never seen a cookie walk
0: you've never seen a cookie walk no do they have legs um maybe i don't know <laughs> gingerbread men not the gumdrop button little Shrek. Anyway, uh, this Saturday at 9 a.m., take 42 north towards Williamsport, and uh, it's going to be up there on your left or 42 south out of Johnsville, and it'll be on your right. Uh, At 9 a.m., there is a cookie walk at the um, (laughs) Williamsport United Methodist Church. Cookies. Uh, Christmas cookies are $6 a pound. A variety of cookies to choose. Candies and other baked goods are available too. Gently used Christmas decorations as well. Free hot cocoa and coffee and snacks at the hospitality table. You can bring your own boxes to fill, uh, but they will be serving the cookies rather than having people dig through them. Uh, Servers will be wearing gloves for your safety, of course. Uh, We will also have to-go boxes available if you are interested. This is a continuing tradition for them. Let us do your baking this year and help support our local mission projects for Christmas and in 2023. Um, Let's see here. So that is going on this week, this Saturday, I mean. And then we also have... The Marian Christian Expo, I wanted to share that real quick. It is Saturday, February 18th of 2023, so we are already seeing stuff into 2023 coming up. And guys, there is not much going on this week or in the next two weeks because everybody did it in the last two weeks.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, Cardington is uh, having their event this Thursday. Thursday. I believe it's Thursday. Is, yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, Capitol Theater, we did donate a uh, basket. So, four family, uh, four passes yeah. for a family, and some good candies there. Uh, this weekend, coming up at the Capitol Theater is Tickets to Paradise. And that is um, George Clooney and Julia Roberts in that movie. It looks like it's going to be a good movie. I am in the process of downloading it as we speak uh, to build that movie out. And then, Mike. On Monday, the 12th, at 6 p.m., we have It's a Wonderful Life. That's a free movie put on by the Mount Gilead Public Library. And uh, that, the 12th and the 13th, then, is going to be White Christmas. And that's also being put on by the public library. Both of those, uh, Capital Theater is offering a free small popcorn to any veteran, first responder, or healthcare uh, worker Um, As a thank you for your hard work um, or the service to the country, if you were a veteran, um, you know, it's been rough, and it's just a way for us to say thank you, and we appreciate you. So come in and see the free movie and get a free popcorn if you are a first responder, healthcare worker. Um, And Mike, I don't care if you work in the kitchen, or if you work in linen, or in the pharmacy, everyone is part of a healthcare worker. Um, so just wanted to share that. And then the following weekend, the weekend of the twelve, of the 16th, 17th and 18th, I believe is, are you ready for this, Mike?
1: Okay. Let's hear it.
0: All eight Harry Potter movies. Yes. Passes for the whole weekend are only $25 to see all eight movies and it is $4 per show. So Mike, if you add those numbers up, $25 is cheaper So if you buy a pass, if you're going to come to a couple, it's actually cheaper for you to do that. Sure. And I have a recipe for butter beer. So we're going to be having a little butter beer at the concession, uh, as well as all the other concessions. There'll be two movies on Friday, four on Saturday, and one at, uh, or two on Sunday. And that'll be all eight. So we're going to start movies on Saturday at 11 a.m., and the last one will go on at 8 p.m. So... That's just uh, some of the last info. And then we also have, uh, last week we talked about Journey to Bethlehem. Yes. And that is going on this yes, weekend.
1: Yes, it is. I heard about that.
0: This weekend. So you've got a, a yes. final dress rehearsal on Friday. Yes, we do. And then you have uh, Saturday and Sunday,
1: right? That's right.
0: So uh, are you excited?
1: You I in... am excited. It was just unbelievable how many people came did through say, last year.
0: Did you hear Ziger last week say over 1,000? Yes, I think
1: I, yes, yes. That was <laughs> just unbelievable. Hey, here's I, something interesting too. Um, oh, the hours. Would you look up the hours? I will the, definitely okay, do I'm, that. While you're doing that, I'm going to tell the uh, hours that Santa will be at the Santa house in the Mount Gilead Public Square. Uh, let's see, December 8th, that's Thursday. He'll be there from five to seven. Saturday, December 10th from one to three. Thursday, December 15th from five to seven. And Saturday, December 17th, from 1 to 3. So that's uh, when Santa will be at the Santa House in downtown Mount Gilead. And they have their own Facebook page, I do believe. Uh, So uh, Mike
0: wanted to share that uh, Journey to Bethlehem. It's Journey Through Bethlehem, Morrow County is the Facebook page to get you there. And wanted to share (laughs) that they have pictures of the passports. That you actually have to uh, to get there, and there is a which whole... Mary and
1: Joseph would have had to get to uh, get in. They had to pay their taxes. That's part of the reason they were there because of the census. Yeah. So you're going just... to experience some of what Mary and Joseph experienced. Yep. And again,
0: this is at uh, Wolf Creek Farm and Supplies. So if you look that up, you'll be able to see that. And I'm looking for the the meeting or the actual event, and I can't find the actual event, Mike. The info for the event, um, it's not out there. On their Facebook page. So uh, I'll continue to look here. But uh, last year it was a great time. Just really a fantastic time. They have t-shirts this year. uh, Looks like they still have some available. Not real sure if they are still available or not. They were in the Galleon Parade as well as the Mount Gilead Parade for the Morrow County Christmas here at the Chamber one from last week. Um, We had Jamie Ziegler on last week and she talked about the actual uh, the actual parade and everything that was going on, um, and what, you know, they were working on and all that good stuff. So, you know, it's kind of amazing having, you know, had the opportunity because that's what I think that it was. It was an opportunity. Um, and it was very, um, I don't know how you felt about it, but I felt like it was kind of
1: a, it was educational. It was like Kind of like living through the experience of what it would have been like to be there.
0: Yeah, but portraying, you know, somebody, I, I think,
1: I don't know, it just was a different
0: um, a different feel, I think, um, for me at least. You know, it kind of put some things into perspective for me.
1: So what did you have there? Well, I thought I had the hours, but that was the uh, wrong email. So. <laughs> that was 2021. Oh, so yeah. we are
0: not doing very well here figuring uh, we this out. We should be prepared first. on
1: this robin brooker i apologize
0: (laughs) (laughs) so wanted to let you guys know it is on county road 57 is where the address is for this um it's it is uh i don't know why i am not finding this
1: okay i've got it um however uh the event will be there but this last year they had a problem with parking and mud and so on so this year they're asking you to go to the um Northmore School, where the old school was and the Board of Education is, and they will bus you over there. Uh, make it a little bit easier for everybody to get in and out. Now, Saturday, December 10th, will be from 4 to 8, and Sunday will be 3 to 7. Um, now, I did
0: find out why I couldn't find the info. That? that was last year's page. They put up a new page. It's called Journey to Bethlehem. Okay. And that that was the uh, the difference there. So we uh, it's journey to Bethlehem, and you're going to want to see it's actually going to say that it is in Galleon, Ohio, but it is not. Uh, they did post some cool photos and videos from the Galleon parade as well as the Morrow County Parade. Um, and then they also put you know some videos from. The king, um, or from, uh, yeah, the king. Um, uh, I'm sorry, the emperor, not the king. Oh, the okay. emperor, <laughs> Caesar Augustus. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and some pretty cool things there. So,
1: anyway, what else you got over
0: there for this? I um, that you're, you've
1: been involved, so. I, yes, I've been getting uh, uh, messages from Kim Harvey concerning this. I do believe the first hour of the Sunday um, uh, event will be for those that are in, you know, on wheelchairs or, uh, somehow would have a hard time getting through the elderly so forth. So, uh, please try to respect that and come during the, um, four to seven time. If, if you would, if, if you're not in need of, um, of some help, you know, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't find that here right now either, so I well, don't know where. You know.
0: hey, it happens,
1: uh, Mister Mike. I
0: don't have anything else in the upcoming stuff because basically it is all gone. Like everything is done for the year. Do you have anything well, else that you can think I of? Will,
1: I'm looking at something. I mean, right I know now. the
0: history society. Um, you guys are closing. We're closed for the. You're season closed for the until season. You'll, April. it will open in April. We'll have some new
1: and exciting. And I'm just exhibits. a little bit
0: upset. I have tried to get some information out of people on what's coming, na, na, and they will na, 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 na. not share. <laughs> <laughs> They're not letting me share. Well, you know. Well.
1: What else? I'm trying to, here, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, there, where'd it go? <laughs> My phone is quicker than I am. Okay, friends at Cardington, we're going to go there okay what about those friends of cardington well i want to talk about
0: they've got their big event coming and i do know that they're going to have some specially main ornaments there this year yes they are to celebrate their 10th um anniversary i guess of um of the uh the christmas festival
1: here we go 2022 christmas in cardington there we go i found it Okay, come join our 10th anniversary celebration of Christmas in Cardington. Activities for the entire family. Complete details can be found on our Facebook page. Uh, And that is going to be facebook.com forward slash friends of Cardington. Yeah, so you can find the... uh, I'm not seeing the whole thing. There will be activities in the park, uh, the American Legion building, the firehouse, uh, downtown merchants, and things going on at the library. I cannot find... The complete list here that I had before, but you can uh, you can look online. Also in Cardington on December fifteenth, which isn't very far away, um, the Cardington Cafe will be having the Christmas Variety Show, and that wow. starts at six p.m. on December fifteenth. That's a Thursday night, so keep that in mind. Uh, something I just found. So here.
0: they uh, friends of Cardington just posted about an hour ago, and we're recording on Tuesday, December sixth, at about six forty pm and they just posted some uh video of some of the i think they're giveaway item or the raffle yes, item the raffle yes i think that's what so they're actually they just posted some of the uh images of some of those cool things um Jamie Brucker ha- is making the ornament for the event and then it looks like ooh, uh modern woodman will match oh don't forget to pick up your tickets um for ten dollars, for fourteen chances to win a hundred prizes and more are coming daily. Modern Woodmen will match up to fifteen hundred dollars of what they raise for the um, for the event. And it says drawing will be December tenth at ten a.m. on Facebook, and it'll be live. And it says Cardington Dental has put together some great items with a charcuterie board. Stop by today. Uh, stop by today, and any of to any of the local businesses and get your tickets for a chance to win. Thanks to all of our friends for donating such great prizes. And this one, actually, that looks really cool. It's got They've got the whole setup for a charcuterie board. Um, and they've been posting a lot of this stuff. And it looks like um, hmm, Santa's going to be there. The Grinch is going to be there. Uh, oh, Elf. Elf's going to be there
1: too, Buddy the Elf. So looks like it's gonna be a good time there. Okay. So let's remember that in Cardington. Uh there's been plenty plenty going on this county, uh, Christmas wise for the last week or so. So uh can't say that you uh that you have to be bored, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: there is I don't honestly, I don't think you can say that you should you should not ever be bored in Morrow County. There is always something somewhere uh to get into. Uh, when it comes to you know some of the fun events that are going on. And uh, I have to say, uh, freedomfestohio.com, we have announced the artists that will be coming. Some really big names will be coming to the county this year in uh, the last weekend in June. I think it's the 22nd through the 25th, I believe. And uh, it's going to be a great time, a big old party for everybody for sure, and um yeah so all right Mr. Mike are you ready to head back I know we've got a lot to talk about in history as we uh as we go through a depressing and uh, world altering event that we're going to talk about so let's go back in time here we go keep your hands and arms inside of the ride until it comes to a complete stop thank you for riding. The Morrowology Express. The flashback is brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. Now open every Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Stop in and learn about Morrow County's past.
1: All right, Mike. Where are we going? When? Well, we're going to be talking about something that happened in November of 1963. And what was going on in Morrow County that particular day? Um. My friend Stan Sipe has written this, and I'm going to read it just as he wrote it. So uh, I'm going to read it just as he wrote it. (laughs) I'm not sure what I said. I think that's what you said. said. All right. Um, It was a rainy, overcast day in Mount Gilead. Later, the temperature dropped. A basketball game was to be played later that afternoon at the school. The game didn't take place. Jenny kissed me the play that junior class members had been rehearsing for weeks was to have its opening performance that night in the high school auditorium. The curtains never parted. The play was postponed until later. Friday evening was normally the big shopping night downtown, especially for local farmers. On this night, it wasn't. And nobody remembers the movie that was on the bill that night at the Capitol Theater. It was Gidget Goes to Rome. And that movie never got shown that night. By 6 p.m. on November 22, 1963, the people of Mount Gilead, like the rest of their fellow countrymen, and indeed the world, were gathered around their television sets watching the network newscast. They were trying to process the stunning events of that Friday afternoon that brought the world to a standstill. The President of the United States had been assassinated just four and a half hours earlier while riding in his open limousine through Dallas, Texas. <laughs> John Fitzgerald Kennedy had become the first president in U.S. history to die instantly from a shot fired by his murderer. Kennedy never knew what hit him. As they watched the coverage on their family TV set, one local teenager told his younger siblings to pay attention to what they were witnessing as it was of important history, historical significance. Collectively, an entire nation was hoping to ascertain the answer to one question that evening. Why? Spirits were high in Mount Gilead on that Friday morning. The school children were looking forward to their uh, mini-vacation the next week due to the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. Downtown, the employees of the Union Store, Billed as Morrow County's largest department store, was gearing up for the Christmas shopping season. The season would officially begin in one week on the day after Thanksgiving with the arrival of Santa Claus in Mount Gilead. People stopped at any of the seven filling stations on Main Street to gas up, paying 29 cents per gallon. Shoppers at the Royal Blue Food Market, 54 South Main Street, bought their turkeys for 38 cents per pound and paid a nickel for a tube of Pillsbury buttermilk biscuits. Wow. The flamingo twig of the Morrow County Hospital Auxiliary held a bazaar at the JC's building on West Center Street. The superintendent and matron of the Morrow County home just northeast of the village retired after 41 years on the job. In Edison, oil was being pumped from a well on the school's playground, and a second rig was drilling for more uh, black gold next to this one. That Friday, a Texas oil firm signed a deal to lease a vacant warehouse on Town Street. At approximately 1.40 p.m., the first news bulletins were flashed over TV and radio, interrupting a live soap opera on Channel 10 out of Columbus. They announced that shots had been fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. Early reports indicated that the president may have been wounded, perhaps fatally. Upon being jolted by these first bulletins, it didn't take long for those in the Mount Gilead telephone exchange to start burning up the phone lines. In times of crisis, it's natural to reach out to others. Getting a call through to someone would have been difficult for some in Mount Gilead, however. Especially on this afternoon, there were still many subscribers who were on the five-party telephone lines in the village. A private line cost more. So a call could be could only be placed when someone else wasn't talking on the party line. Many first heard of the shooting from family and friends. As the minutes ticked by, newscasters passed on more bits of news originating from Texas. Reports came in stating that Kennedy had been shot and was being treated in a Dallas hospital, but his condition was unknown. The governor of Texas, riding in the same limo in front of the president, had also been hit. Neither of these men's wives seated next to them were hurt. The vice president, writing in a follow-up convertible, was unharmed. For the next hour, people in Mount Gilead maintained a vigil, hoping that their president would survive this senseless act of violence. Then at about uh, 2.38 p.m., the world was informed that John F. Kennedy was dead. The president's assistant press secretary, uh, Malcolm Kilduff, Stated that the president had succumbed at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time due to a mass head wound, massive head wound. Upon official confirmation of the death of the president, Ohio Governor James A. Rhodes ordered all state offices closed for the rest of the day out of respect. Mount Gilead High School principal DeWitt Nicholson announced the death of the president over the building's public address system during the last class period of the day. Downtown in the business section, the word spread like wildfire. Most went about their business in a state of shock. Some of the merchants closed early. Many wondered, how could this happen? This is America. Assassinations occur in third world nations. Who would do such a thing? After supper, as Mount Gilead residents huddled around their TV sets, it was broadcast that a suspect was being interrogated in Dallas. Then around 6 p.m., they watched as the airplane carrying the coffin of the slain president and the new president landed near Washington. They observed the transfer of the casket from the presidential jet to an awaiting U.S. Navy ambulance. They next saw the new widow, still wearing her pink bloodstained suit, and the murdered man's brother, the attorney general, enter the ambulance. These powerful images suddenly proved that this was all very real. And I think I will stop that story right there. But uh, everything just kind of came to a standstill that day um, when President Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, It it stunned everybody, and and, and it didn't just affect people, you know, in big cities. It affected people here in Morrow County as well. I think... So I was listening
0: and I was you know Trying to get a visual and I, I really couldn't I mean I've seen some of this You know the video and things like that but I've never seen video Of Robert and Um Jackie O getting Into the back of the squad Or her in a bloodstained Um suit like I I, I never I mean It makes sense because of The tragedy True. you know and, and, and what action she took Immediately right um Right. But to actually have that image, like I can see it. I can see Air Force One being there and them unloading the body. Like I can actually see that process. Yeah, it became very that,
1: personal to everyone.
0: Oh, and I get it. And uh, fortunately, that was a, a time that regardless of politics, it was <laughs> it was definitely uh, impactful. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of takes me back. You talked about um, the principal at the high school talking about, you know, the the announcement over overhead, right? And uh, I, I can remember Deb Claus making that same type of announcement on 9 Oh, yes. And, you know, so 9-11 is my sure generation's Kennedy assassina- assassination, yeah. right? Um, which, you know, it's not the same, but it
1: is the same. No, I you understand. Know, it's that same impactful. Well, and my parents would be, well, like my grandparents, I guess, would have been Pearl Harbor. So mm-hmm. we... Almost every generation has something. Yeah, um,
0: I just I can't imagine though. Um, you know, and, and obviously the, there's been attempts and assassinations. Uh, Reagan was had an attempted assassination. I remember that
1: day. I remember exactly where I was that day. <laughs> um,
0: yes. let's see, so Reagan and you know, if you follow, so there's there's and I'm not going to say a conspiracy theory, but there are some people who look at patterns, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look, George W. Bush should have been the next president assassinated. Right, and they had predicted assassinated. That at one time, yeah. Um, and, and then that didn't happen, you know, thankfully. Uh, that is something that, you know, you don't wish on anyone. But sure. when you look at patterns, you're like, oh, this person should be the next one. And luckily, you know, we with the intelligence gathering we have now and then with the, um, it's not the beast, they don't call it the beast, but the limo um, is reinforced. Like, you could actually put a grenade underneath of the limo And it's not going to impact the limo. Those tires will run. You know, if you try to flatten the tires, the tires are going to run. It's reinforced. I mean, have you ever seen them open the door to the limo? No, I haven't. It's literally like six or eight inches thick. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's reinforced, ballistic glass. Um, There's actually something on the History Channel. There's an actual, I think it's called Presidential Movers. There's a series on Air Force One, Marine One, um, and they talk about all of that. You know, and one of the cool things, Mike, right now is... um, I think it started, I can't remember if it started under President Obama or President Trump, um, but they actually started, uh, it was actually, I think President Trump started it, uh, working on new Air Force One. Mm -hmm. And um, Trump actually moved away from the, what we know as Air Force One colors, and he went more towards uh, a regal or royal type colors, you know, like the the burgundy, you know, that rich uh, royal look. Um, and more of a red, white, and blue type look And uh, that was some of the newest things That was like, oh, you know The biggest scandal, I guess Is that uh, uh, President Biden actually said No, I don't, we don't want that We want this Um, Of course, you know, Trump did get a good deal Apparently on the airplanes But, uh, so I'm, I I really like that show On the History Channel Because it talks about some of the assassination attempts And, you know, some of the, some of the gizmos um, And then you can actually, um, they talk a little bit about the uh, security that goes into um the whole presidential mover. And the fact that, you know, on 9-11, George Bush was on the ground reading to kids. He paused, finished reading, got up, and left.
1: Yeah, and that was one thing. They didn't want to alarm the children. And from what I understand, like the elementary age kids at these schools... They didn't tell them at school. They wanted to go, want them to go home and let their parents tell them in their own way. I thought that was respectful. Yeah, you know, it,
0: so they talk about the Air Force One, and they can refuel in the air. It basically is a a command center for the president. You know, they can do anything in the air. And some of the security features I think are just you really should look it up. If you are into, you know, history, the history channel is phenomenal. Mike, on December 6th, 1865. You have an idea of what happened on that day? Maybe? 1865? Yeah, 1865,
1: December 6th. I would say it had something to do with the Civil War or slavery? It, it but yeah, <laughs> okay. you're
0: right on. So, um, if I said Thirteenth. What what do you think? Amendment? Thirteenth Amendment was ratified. Okay. Yeah, so on December 6th, 1865, the Thirteenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution officially ending the institution of slavery is ratified. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. With these words, the single greatest change wrought by the Civil War was officially noted in the Constitution. The ratification came eight months after the end of the war, but it represented the culmination of struggle, of the struggle against slavery. When the war began, some in the North were against fighting what they saw as a crusade to end slavery. Although many Northern Democrats and conservative Republicans were opposed to slavery's expansion, they were ambivalent about outlawing the institution entirely. The war's escalation after the first Battle of Bull Run in Virginia in July of 1861 caused many to rethink the role that slavery played in uh, creating the conflict. By 1862, then-President Lincoln realized that it was folly to wage such a bloody war without plans to eliminate slavery. In September 1862, the following following the vi- Union victory at the Battle of Anaheim, or, no, that's not right, Antietam, Ant, I can't even pronounce it, Antitim, Antietam, A-N-T-I-E-T-A-M, for some reason, I can't pronounce that today. In Maryland, Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation declaring that all enslaved people in, ter- in territory still in rebellion on J- January 1st, 1863, would be declared free forever. The move was largely symbolic as it only freed enslaved people in areas outside of Union control, but it changed the conflict from a war for the... Re- it changed... I'm sorry, but it changed the conflict from a war for the reunification of the states to a war whose objectives included uh, the destruction of slavery. Lincoln believed that the Constitution Amendment uh, was necessary to ensure the end of slavery. In 1864, Congress debated several proposals. Some insisted on including provisions to prevent uh, discrimination against blacks, I'm sorry, discrimination against blacks, but the Senate Judiciary Committee provided the eventual language. It borrowed from the Northwest Ordinance of 1787 when slavery was banned from the area north of the Ohio River. The Senate passed the amendment in 1864. A Republican victory in in the 1864 presidential election would guarantee the success of the amendment. The Republican platform called for the utter and complete destruction of slavery, while the Democrats favored restoration of states' rights, which would include at least the possibility for the states to uh, remain—to maintain slavery— Lincoln's overwhelming victory set in motion the events leading to ratification of the amendment. The House passed the measure in January of 1865, and it was sent to the Senate or to the states for ratification. When Georgia ratified it on December 6, 1865, the Constitution, the institution of slavery effectively ceased to exist in the United States. Sorry, I had such a hard time reading that. Uh, that's what I get for trying to look ahead and read at the same time. So uh, wanted to share that again. That comes from history. dot com, and uh, I like adding those little tidbits. You know, we get we give you the local, and then we give you some of the national stuff as well. All right, Mike, do you have anything else for the history piece? I think that's it for tonight. All right, hold on, put right, your tray table on. in the upright position, and let's go. <laughs>
1: Warning! 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 Terrible, terrible puns ahead! Warning! Warning! I beat you to it today. Warning! Well, you know, uh, I was talking to my physician when, when another doctor walked in, I observed. Well, now I see. It seems we have a paradox. Oh my gosh!
0: Seriously, Mike. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I'll give it to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now. Um, do you know what uh, Mrs. Santa said when she looked up? Said to Santa when she looked up and saw uh, a cloudy sky. No, looks like rain, dear. That's what she heard afterwards. <laughs> hey,
0: how much money does a pirate pay for corn? A buccaneer. Oh come on! You couldn't even That's let me older have than that me. one. Jeez. <laughs> I'm a big fan of whiteboards, Mike. You know why? I
1: find them quite remarkable. I'll give you that one. I, I was uh, going down this road the other day. and I saw the sign that said falling rocks. Well, don't believe it. I tried it and it doesn't. Not even a little bit.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I can see you doing that, though. That's the bad thing. <laughs>
1: Oh, what else you got? I know you got a few more. Well, I, I, um, I was asked to get somebody to speak, some kind of expert to speak on, uh, pachyderm pregnancy, (laughs) but no one wants to talk about the elephant in the womb.
0: (laughs) Good gravy.
1: (laughs) Okay. Why is no one ever the right amount of whelmed? You're either overwhelmed or you're underwhelmed. I don't get it.
0: (laughs) Think about it. No, I get it. Uh-huh. Okay. Alright, here.
1: There. <laughs> okay, I think I think that's enough of a good thing for today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I want to throw in one last thing. So at the Capitol Theater, we do have our Christmas tree up and carrying on the tradition that Ben and Carol set forth. We have decided we're going to take in mittens, scarves, gloves, and brand new toys for, uh, kids. If you have a, a new coat, even you want to donate, bring them into the Capitol Theater and, uh, drop them in our box or in the TV or in the TV, uh, put the, scarves mittens hats gloves on the tree we'll get those to the kids in need this christmas and um mike i think that's it do you have anything else i do not have
1: i think we've covered you know the christmas stuff is winding down so i think we pretty well covered it.
0: yeah no i
1: agree i agree
0: so uh folks hey uh for mike and i have a uh, good week i think we have one more in us before the end of the before christmas And uh, hopefully we'll see there. Be nice, be kind, be good to each other. Give grace. Have a great week.